Welcome to the Comic Web Superman Old Time Radio Podcast, where each week we bring you an exciting radio episode from the early years of the Man of Steel. The Comic Web sells old time radio programs and comic books. Check us out at comicweb.com. The Comic Web also offers two other podcasts. One is a variety of old time radio programs, and the other is a video podcast of the old movie cliffhanger serials. You can find them on our website or just type Comic Web into iTunes and they should pop up. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Superman. Thank you. Presenting the transcription feature, Superman! And now, Superman, champion of the weak and the oppressed, who came to Earth from the planet Krypton with physical powers far beyond those of mortal men, and who fights a never-ending battle against crime and injustice, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a large metropolitan newspaper. The adventure of the Howling Coyote, the adventure which took Clark Kent and Jimmy Olsen to the ranch of Comanche Joe, wealthy Indian oil man, is rapidly drawing to a close. Comanche Joe and Tumbleweed Jones, Jimmy's close friends, were forced to enter a mountain cave where the villainous Rawson was hiding in order to capture him. A gun battle ensued, and the shots resulted in a terrific cave-in, trapping all three men. In our last episode, we heard how they finally lapsed into unconsciousness because of lack of air. And then, some time later, just before the episode ended, Superman arrived on the scene. Listen. Here's the entrance to the cave. I'll batter my way through that fallen rock with my fists, hurl it down the hill... If only I'm in time. If only it's not too late. Well, here goes. Ah, it's going to take a little longer than I expected. Must be tons of rock blocking up this entrance. I wonder how long trouble we'd have come at you. have been trapped inside with Ross and... Now then, if I could just get through this big boulder, summon all my strength. Now then. There. I made it. I've gotten through to them. Now, let's see. Yes, there they are. Comanche, Tumbleweed, and Rawson. Are they still alive, I wonder? Better get them out into the open. Here, throw Comanche over my shoulder. Pick up Tumbleweed in this hand. And Rawson in this. There we are. Better leave them here at the entrance of the cave. Ah, here come the Indians now. They'll do whatever's necessary to revive them, if they can be revived. I'd better hurry back to town before Jimmy and the doctor discover my absence. Ah, ah, Why doesn't he get back here? Uh, take it easy, Jimmy. He'll be here. Well, he said he wouldn't be long. He only went as far as the garage to get some gas for that car of yours. You don't suppose something happened to him, do you? Huh? Maybe we, we better call the garage. Oh, no, Jimmy. But I don't think it'd be a bad idea if we called the ranch. Oh, why call the ranch? We know something's wrong. We know something's happened to Comanche Joe and Tumbleweed. Oh, you never know, Jimmy. They might be out of danger by this time. And you could take it easy instead of rushing back there. I'll telephone. Won't do any harm at any rate. Hello? Hello? Uh, give me Comanche Joe's ranch house, please. Oh, I'll hold on. Gosh, I wish Mr. Kent would get back here. What can be keeping him? He's been gone for over half an hour. We ought to be out at the ranch doing what we can to help Tumbleweed and Comanche Joe. Ah, uh, you'll get there soon enough. Maybe they don't even... Oh, hello? Well, this is Dr. Parker calling. Whom am I talking? Oh, Pat. Pat, we understood something had happened to Comanche Joe and... What's that? Oh, I see. Uh-huh. Oh, yes, I see. Yes. Well, Pat, will you tell them that Mr. Kent and Jimmy Olsen will be there in another few hours? That's right. Uh, do you think you'll need me to dress their wounds? All right, then. I won't bother to come. Goodbye. 
Jimmy, your worries are over. You mean Comanche Joe and Tumbleweed are okay? I talked to a man named Pat. He said that your friends had been trapped inside a cave. Gone into the cave to capture Rawson, and the entrance had caved in. They were unconscious when the Indians finally got them out. Oh, then the Indians saved them. Well, Pat says they were actually saved by a man the Indians call the Eagle in the shape of a man. He says the Indians claim this new god of theirs battered his way through the fallen rock and brought the men out just in the nick of time. Of course, he doesn't believe it. Well, what do you mean, of course he doesn't believe it? Huh? The eagle in the shape of a man is really Superman. Now, don't start telling me Superman doesn't exist because I know he does. I've seen him. Uh, now, Jimmy. Sure, and, and come to think of it, those Indians were calling for Superman to help them. I believe their story if nobody else does. Superman was the one who saved those men and nobody else. Oh, boy, what a relief. I can relax now that I know Tumbleweed's okay. And Comanche Joe. Oh, sure, him too. Oh, that must be Mr. Kent. Oh, yes. I'll open the door. Hello. Hello. Do you have any trouble, Kent? Yeah, where have you been all this time, Mr. Kent? I'm afraid I lost my way. I couldn't find the garage and wasted some time looking for it. Oh? But it's okay. I've got the gas and we can get started right away. Well, now, there's no hurry, Kent. No hurry? No, Mr. Kent. We just telephoned the ranch house and they told us Comanche Joe and Tumbleweed are okay. Superman saved them. Who saved them? (laughs) The man I spoke to said the Indians claimed the men had been rescued by a Superman. Oh, that's ridiculous. Yes, isn't it? Well, Jimmy, we'd better get started anyway. You all ready? I sure am. And what the doctor said about Superman isn't ridiculous. Okay, okay, Jimmy. Go on out to the car now. I want to talk to the doctor for a minute. Okay. So long, Doc, and many thanks for everything. Well, you're very welcome, Jimmy. Goodbye and good luck. And give my regards to Tumbleweed. I will. See you in the car, Mr. Kennedy. All right, Jimmy. Now, Doc, what I want to talk to you about is your bill. My bill? Well, certainly, for the operation you performed on Jimmy. Mm. If you let me know what it is, I'll send you a check in the morning. Well, that's awfully nice of you, Kent, but there's no charge for what I did. What? The companionship you two have afforded me in the past few days is ample payment. Oh, but, Doc... Now, there are no buts, my friend. Just forget it. Well, many thanks, then. I'll have one of the ranch hands drive your car back in the morning. He can come back to the ranch in Comanches. Well, this is goodbye. I'm really terribly sorry to see you go, Kent. Funny, I was leading a rather dull life here until you came along. What do you mean? Well, it's hard for me to explain. Some strange things happened here the night your young friend Jimmy was brought in. Things I'm not at liberty to talk about. Now this report from the ranch that your friends were saved by Superman. Simply can't understand it. Uh, You don't suppose Superman really exists, do you? Well, frankly, Doc, the idea of a Superman is so fantastic that I'd hardly give it a thought if I were you. Uh, I suppose you've got something there. But I certainly can't bring myself to believe that I dreamed all the things that have happened to me. Especially what happened in that operating room when Jimmy Olsen was at the point of death. Yes, what did happen in that operating room, Doc? I can't answer that, Kent. I gave my word to... Well, I gave my word that I wouldn't breathe a word of it to anyone. I see. Well, once again, goodbye, Doc. Goodbye, Kent. Take it easy on those mountain roads with Jimmy. Especially driving in that antique of Comanche Joe's. I've just checked up and your train leaves in a little while. I I wish you could stay with us longer. Can't do it, Comanche. Now that the case of the howling coyote is cleared up, Editor White will expect us both back on the job. Yes, I suppose so. Well, everything's turned out for the best. Too bad about Rawson. Although he was my enemy, I'm I'm sorry he died. Say, gee, I almost forgot. Did you find out how he made the coyote howl? Yes, Jimmy. Would you like to see how Rawson did it? Gosh, I sure would. Well, then I'll show you. Watch. Mr. Kent, did you hear that? I certainly did, Jimmy. It was a coyote, and here it comes now. Well, I'll be... Why, why, it's a real coyote. Yes, Jimmy, it's a coyote Rawson used. He'd made a pet of it and trained it to howl whenever he gave the signal. What signal? 
I didn't hear any signal. You'll understand when I take this whistle out, out of my mouth. Whistle? Yes, here it is. Tiny whistle which can be concealed in the mouth. It makes a sound so high, only the ear of a coyote or a dog can hear it. It's impossible for the human ear to catch it. The note is so high. Why, sure, I've seen those whistles back in Metropolis. They used for training dogs. That's right. Well, I've decided to keep the little coyote as a pet. Look here, we're wasting time. You two better get started. I'll ride with you to the station. Oh, where's Tumbleweed? Isn't he going to say goodbye? Oh, uh, I was afraid you'd get around to that. Tumbleweed just couldn't face saying goodbye, Jimmy. Oh. He, uh, he asked me to give you these. Bow and arrow with a quiver and everything. Gee. Tell him, tell him thanks for me, will you, Comanche? Yes, Jimmy, I'll do that. Come on, Jim. We've got to get going. Huh? Oh, yeah, sure. Let's go. Comanche, what goes on here? All the boys on the ranch and the entire Comanche reservation are going to accompany you two down to the station. It's a great honor, Ken. I should say it is. You you don't see Tumbleweed around, do you? No, Jimmy, I don't. Say, now, step out of it. Tumbleweed's doing the right thing, Jimmy. It'll be a lot harder to say goodbye, you know. Yeah, I guess so. Up on those horses, you two. Let's get started. Okay. Train won't wait, you know. Let's go, man. Goodbye, Comanche. I'm looking forward to our next visit, whenever that'll be. Any time at all, Kent. Any time at all. Thanks. Goodbye, Jimmy. Goodbye, Comanche. And thank Tumbleweed for the bow and arrow, sir. I will, Jim. Well, here we go. Come on, Comanche. Goodbye. Bye, everybody. Back on our trip out here, I've enjoyed it, despite all the accidents and misfortunes we had. I certainly hope we... Oh, say, now, look here. You've got to take it like a man, Jim. I'm all right, Mr. Kent. It's just that Tumbleweed didn't say goodbye. Well, now, Jim, it isn't as if you'll never see Tumbleweed again. Of course it ain't. What? Tumbleweed. Have some fudge, laughing squirrel. Where'd you come from, Tumbleweed? What are you doing on this train? Jimmy, we've arranged to have Tumbleweed come and visit us in the city. You mean to say you're coming with us all the way to the city, Tumbleweed? Sure I am, if you don't mind. Mind? Why, you old horsey, you, <laughs> you four-legged drunk old fucking loco, Andre, you're rooting <laughs> for And so the adventure of the Howling Coyote ends happily. But what new adventures await Superman and Jimmy and their new friend Tumbleweed Jones in Metropolis? Be sure to hear the next exciting episode of our story with Superman. And remember, tune in the next thrilling installment of the transcription feature, Superman. Up in the sky! Look! It's a bag! It's a plane! It's Superman! Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine.